everyone, and welcome back to uh, Fat Chat. I'm Lori Boxer, Weight Number Diet Center. Well, finally, the official first day of summer is almost here. And when you think of summer, you think of sun and surf and sand, barbecues and beer, beautiful beach sunsets and bottles of wine, happy hours and hangovers. Alcohol is deeply entrenched in our culture as a way to have fun, let loose, and be social. And we all especially want to have as much fun as possible during the longer days of the few summer months that we have. A couple of beers here, a few glasses of wine there, and before you know it, your jeans are feeling tight. And this is because when it comes to calories, not all alcoholic beverages are created equal, especially when sweetened mixers, you know, drive up the calorie count. That two and a half ounce Cosmo, for example, has 150 calories. An eight ounce Long Island iced tea can pack a whopping 600 calories. Beer and wine aren't exactly low calorie either. One nightly glass of wine adds an extra 700 calories uh, to your overall diet every week. People who consider themselves, you know, average wine drinkers consume an excess of 2,000 calories of wine per month. So what's in your drink? You know, as a, as a drink's alcohol percentage increases, so do the calories. 80 proof uh, bourbon, brandy, gin, rum, scotch, tequila, vodka, and whiskey, for example, each have 65 calories per one ounce serving. And if it's 86 proof, which of course is better, it's 70 calories. And 100 proof is 82 calories, all right? 82 calories per a one ounce serving. In general, liqueurs cram in uh, between 70 and 120 calories per ounce. So, I mean, just to get a sense of how quickly uh, the calories from alcohol stack up, I just want to just give you a few, just a few numbers of uh, a few of the popular drinks uh, and some of the favorites as told to me by clients. I have a longer list uh, up at my website, uh, along with the article there of the same title of this podcast, Avoid the Beer Belly Blues. But it, and just a few, I just want to read a few of them. And the calories that I'm going to state, assume that each is made to, you know, the standard recipes at whatever bar you're at. So for example, a Bloody Mary has 120 calories. Uh, Brandy Alexander, 300 calories. 86 calories in champagne, uh, 250 calories in a Harvey Waldbanger, uh, 75 calories in a light beer, uh, a Mai Tai, very popular in the, in the summer, especially at resorts, but uh, 260 calories, a white Russian. And so you can see, it's easy to convince yourself that alcohol isn't that fattening because the alcoholic drink is light going down, meaning it doesn't have much weight. So swallowing a shot of vodka takes way less effort and is a lot less filling uh, than swallowing a sandwich, for example. However, the caloric content of alcohol is higher, 7 calories per gram, than that of proteins and sugars, which are both at 4 calories per gram and nearly as much as fats, which are 9 calories per gram. It's not just the alcohol that leads to weight gain, folks. Let's face it. You are more likely to snack and binge when you drink. Alcohol definitely lowers inhibitions, and for dyers, it can and does contribute to a, you know, a what the heck, it's a special occasion mentality, or, and as I hear, on one too many, you know, post-weekend binge Monday mornings, uh, what the hell, I already screwed up, I might as well go all out and get back on track on Monday. 
if you're drinking, um, you know, if you're in a place and you're drinking and there's nothing good for you to eat and you're hungry, you might first have another drink or two simply because you think it'll curb a hunger pang. It won't. And suddenly those, you know, pigs in a blanket at the bar seem like an excellent source of protein. I mean, let's face it. You would not make your best business decisions after two gla- two or three glasses of wine. So you certainly won't make your best eating decisions either. So now, h- how does alcohol affect your um, your body temperature and your hydration? Um, this is something I speak to clients about as well. You know, as we head into the summer, keep in mind that alcohol dilates blood vessels, which increases blood flow to the skin. So we're now in cold weather. Um, This can impair the natural regulation of your body temperature, which in turn can increase the risk of uh, hypothermia. However, in the summer temperatures, although the effects of alcohol vary from person to person, in in general, the less a person weighs, the less alcohol it takes to cause dehydration. But increased blood flow to the skin can step up your sweating and lead to further dehydration. So now, does alcohol affect your workout? This is another question I get asked. If you're a person who works out or exercises regularly, of course, you know, listen, one drink, you know, won't derail your training or your vigorous gym workout. However, even a little booze does take a toll on your body. For example, uh, drinking alcohol the night before your uh, planned, you know, physical activity in the morning at the gym or on the tennis court, uh, it can trigger exercise fatigue by increasing lactic acid production. Lactic acid is the metabolic waste product that makes you sore post-exercise. So, so why would you want to bump up its, manu- its production with alcohol? Liquor also dehydrates and uh, robs you of, of electrolytes, both of which can cripple your exercise performance. And it is, of course, much easier to become dehydrated in the hot summer temperatures, even without alcohol. So I would recommend the following. If you're going out for drinks with friends and if you feel, you know, that alcohol just absolutely must be part of the socializing process, I just want to read off a couple of things. Um, number one, try to drink one glass of water for every cocktail or glass of wine you sip. I mean, the chances are that if you drink if you every, every wine followed by water, you know, alcohol, water, alcohol, water, the chances are you'll end up drinking half the calories that you normally would, and you'll wake up feeling a lot better the next morning. Number two, avoid all creamy drinks, period. They are much higher in calories and they contain lots and lots of fat. Three, avoid all, you know, after dinner liqueurs or cordials. They are very high in sugar. Four, you'll ward off the munchies while you're out by eating a healthy full meal, not a snack, if you can help it based on timing. Okay, ward off the munchies by eating a healthy full meal before meeting your friends, you know, or your business colleagues at the bar. And number five is to prepare nutritious snacks, raw veggies or pieces of fruit, whole grain crackers. I mean, just prepare it, pack it, and bring it with you in lieu of binging at the bar on all kinds of junk food or just the crap that they lay out on the on the bar itself. While all alcoholic beverages are not alike, some have higher calories, some less, yes, that's true, but there's one thing they all have in common. Calories from, from alcohol usually settle in the belly. So if you want six-pack abs, put down the six-pack and rethink your drink. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, 
You can email me at info at fatchatpodcast.com. Uh, you can also send a message to us via Twitter at either Wait No More DC or at Listen to Fat Chat. If you'd like to keep up with all the good stuff we do and the info we provide, uh, please visit us uh, on our website at waitnomoredietcenter.com and you can sign up for our free monthly electronic newsletter and or to receive our weekly podcasts via email. Until next week, I'm Laurie Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.